now to another truth teller that we have, a great investigative reporter, Miranda Devine, the New York Post columnist. She blew the lid wide open on the Hunter laptop from hell. That's her latest book. And she's got a lot to say. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Miranda Devine. Thanks very much for having me again. So where do you want to start? Hunter Biden, Trump raid, the migrants that are flying in the dead of night here to New York. The vindictive Joe Biden. And and meanwhile, we've got our mayors blaming uh, Governor Abbott and it's thousands have already come here from the due to the Biden administration. It's incredible, isn't it? And it's interesting to see how Eric Adams has sort of flipped this around because he looked so bad uh, because Greg Abbott's ruse of sending a couple of buses to New York um, had just made him lose his mind. And so he's now flipped it around. He has a besuited concierge down at the Port Authority, meeting the buses, shaking each one of these illegal migrants' hands. And um, he's putting them up, he says, in in lavish circumstances in the, the beautiful The Row Hotel in in on Eighth Avenue in Midtown. So um, that's a that's a hotel where tourists used to pay, you know, four hundred dollars a night, and now it's being turned into a homeless shelter, and they're going to have a special. Who owns the hotel, uh, my Miranda? Who owns the hotel? Who Whoever owns the hotel is making a couple of bucks here. Yeah. Who owns no, the hotel? Of they are. Yeah, huh? I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I question. think you should look I'll into it. I think that's a job of yes. the New York Post. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, we, we broke the story that this is what they're doing. And, um, and of course... Um, There's an old story. Having... Follow the money. Exactly. But, I mean, what, what does that help us? We know that these hotels are getting lots of money from, from the city because the tourists have dried up because Midtown is full of crazy people, uh, drug addicts and mentally ill people. And um, there are a lot of tourists here in July, but it's not uh, July and August, but it's not as much as there were pre-pandemic. And it should have come back by now. Broadway's open. Um, you know, the restaurants, the ones that stayed open are still open. But you have the, the city, Eric Adams, just hell-bent on maintaining the de Blasio disaster of stacking hotels. During the pandemic, we were told it was just a temporary measure you put all the people they emptied out of Rikers Island into the hotels. Then you'd put all the other homeless people. The homeless problem is as bad as ever, uh, worse than ever on the street. So what, what, you know, what these hotels, who's in these hotels? Well, now we know. Well, I th- I think Illegal it's, migrants. It, it's Hank Shakoff. I think you have to give credit, though, Miranda, somewhat I, to Eric Adams for being among the great dancers of our time. He flipped <laughs> this around to make Greg Abbott the enemy. It was really Greg Abbott was out of line, but he's doing what he has to do, get be elected against a bit of a work by attacking the Yankees, which is always a good thing for a Texan to do, particularly a Texan on the, on the right. So it's perfect. But well, well, Adams turned this around. It was Hank, perfect. Hank, yeah. it was, it was, fairness, in fairness to Governor Abbott, it happens to be good political theater. But the fact is that this is not an Abbott problem. This is a Biden administration listen, problem. You won't get an argument here. I'm saying that what Abbott did is really smart politically. You know, he's just, running for re-election. He's doing what he's got to do. I just saw a polling today that showed him way up uh, over O'Rourke, and it had been close. And, uh, you know, we're complaining about the how many hundreds have come here. I just saw today that they now have hit two million illegals 
uh, apprehended at the border. And the vast majority of those are in Texas. You can only imagine what they have to go through. Uh, Miranda, uh, this is George Pataki. I used to sp- think that I could speak English. Now I'm listening to you, and I'm starting to think I should take diction. You know she's uh, from Queens originally? <laughs> she was born in Queens. Queens. It's a Queens accent. You can always tell that Queens accent. Queens accent. I'm from London. You know, but anyway, <laughs> Hunter Biden. You know, we were talking earlier about the Justice Department, um, and you obviously had a very serious run-in. Do you think it has become just so blindly partisan uh, that it needs to be cleared out completely at the top? Uh, I absolutely do. And, of course, uh, Merrick Garland uh, has a beef against Donald Trump because his dream job that he was in tears about when uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden were there in the Rose Garden with him um, it, to be on the Supreme Court. Donald Trump, one of the first things he did was rip up that nomination. So he has a beef. Uh, and then underneath him, I mean, Lisa Monaco, who was uh, one of the people, uh, Obama loyalists who was involved in the Russia collusion hoax, that's his deputy attorney general. Her deputy is the same. Uh, so there's a real, um, there's a, you know, the Obama people are back at the DOJ and uh, all of them uh, really detest Donald Trump. And of course, um, you know, we know that there were a whole lot of documents um, that uh, Donald Trump, when he was president, declassified to do with the Russia collusion hoax that would have really uh, put, put a lot of these people in the hot seat. A lot of them are already being investigated by John Durham. Um, but these classified documents were important. But we know that about 40% of them never got declassified. They were slow walked through the DOJ. And uh, and now, of course, you can't get at them because the FBI will say and the DOJ will say, oh, no, you know, this is part of an ongoing investigation. So there's a lot of questions to be asked about this raid. It is it is obviously a political raid. Um, and as we saw with Rudy Giuliani and uh, Joe DeGeneva and James O'Keefe and the other uh, Trump-allied people or people who are um, doing things that Joe Biden doesn't like, um, basically they get an FBI raid, they have all their devices taken away from them, there are no charges, there's just a cloud hanging over them. And then in Rudy Giuliani's case, 15 months later, he gets his devices back case is sort of quietly closed, um, but the damage is done. It's the process that's the punishment. And you wonder if this is the MO uh, for Donald Trump. Miranda, it's Richard Weinberg. What do you think about having 80-odd thousand new IRS agents? How is that going to sure. work out? I know, doubling the size of the IRS. And uh, the Congressional Budget Office today has uh, come out and said that, yes, people earning under $400,000 are going to be the ones who are audited. And uh, this is precisely what Joe Biden promised, that they wouldn't be paying more money and um, and more taxes. And, of course, they are. They will be. And uh, Miranda Devine, are you saying that politicians are liars? Well, I'm saying Joe Biden is a professional liar. Not all of them. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. There's lying in Washington? I'm shocked. Washington's lying? They're not going to get $20 billion in new taxes from middle-class Americans? I am shocked. (laughs) Well, yes. Yes. But, you know, what what makes you crazy is that when Joe Biden today broke his um, vacation briefly to fly back to Washington and sign 
the what they call the Inflation Reduction Act and what I call the IRS Expansion Act, um, he actually made the point again, no one under 400000 is going to pay more tax. And you're talking about couples, each one of them earning 200000 so adding up to 400000 um, and people well below that. I mean, the people, 51%, um, I saw the figures today, of people, I think, earning under $60,000 um, get the most audits. So this is not about hitting the 1%. They're going to get every taxi driver, every waiter, every Uber driver. Did you declare your tips? You know? Well, Miranda Devine, we love you, and thank you so much for for, uh, digging into everything. And yeah, thank you, John. And, and when I'll you find out homework. who owns that hotel, yeah, let us know. The money. Who owns those hotels? My homework. Yes, I will. I will do that. I'm looking at it. A woman called Maria Kramer, a dancer once married to Max Kramer, owned it until the 50s. It was purchased by William Zeckendorf in September 57, until 64. And then it was sold to somebody in England, apparently. Follow the money. Thank Follow you so much, money. Miranda. <laughs> and thank you. Bye. thank you. 